How long gone is here? Oh, I'm still hungover from Chala. It's been the most activated weekend of my entire adult life. Thank you guys for your prayers during this time. I didn't post the hospital photo, but <laughs> I was suffering from some some dehydration. Um, Exhaustion issues in the desert. It was, was it was it was sixty degrees at night, maybe fifty with wind chill. It was fifty with wind chill, and I was only being kept warm by a pair of Patagonia shorts, uh, mm-hmm. no socks, of course. So it was a little, you know, my my whole body. Oh yeah, you had a you had a shoeless penny loafer for twelve hours of Coachella. Sockless that's, penny- that's not the most Chris Black shit I ever heard. I don't know what it is. Look, if Harry Styles can wear, you know, Gucci heeled silver boots for a two hour performance, I can rough it in my JM Westons. <laughs> they are a little dusty. It's no problem. You can clean them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, not worse than the Kendrick Lamar silver boots with the LA Dodgers the Kendrick, logo. Kendrick Lamar is one of the worst dressed people on the planet. And I don't know why we pretend that he, like, that he, he isn't. I mean, it's not. I don't think he's the. I don't think he's that bad. But well, well, I, I think the whole outfit was fine except for the boots. The boot, yeah, that's a good point. I just. I guess I don't understand. He got swept up by the majesty of Coachella. I get it. Yeah, no, it's an exciting time for everybody. I just don't understand why. I guess everyone thinks they need to like get fits off. Where it's like, bro, you could just wear like a t shirt and jeans and some sneakers, and you would look cool. Like you don't have to go absolutely bananas. You have to be very secure with yourself to just pull up the way that you did or the way that I did to Coachella. I see. Jason Jason was actually uh, debuting a new collaboration we have coming. It was a is exclusive. Luckily, the paparazzi didn't catch him in mm-hmm. that week two. What are you going to do? Well, I did. You know, I, I just didn't. I I did cover it up with some gaff tape when we were on the golf cart because I did see some guys lurking, um, <laughs> but we were able to keep the logo covered and, and we made business it out. of fashion wanted a quote on them and I said. Not until May. Yeah, we were able to we were able to escape Coachella unscathed. But the 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 full. I mean, you know, look, we 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 pick up friend of the show, Twin Coleman, and mm-hmm. I pick up Jason and KK at, at ten a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, over here in Glendale. Jason bounds to the. Jason's carrying a Montbell purse. Um, it's a, called a pouchette. It's a pouchette, which is a, a Louis Vuitton term for a purse. And um, mm-hmm. but you were also you came packing those uh, energy drinks that are unable to be consumed by those under 18 yeah i think it's called ad shock yeah is that what it is a a d s h o k and i think i don't know strange name i don't know who said the can feels like grip tape but that's very accurate has a nice toothiness to it because it's such a powerful beverage that you can't have something slippery going yeah it could be yeah the red bull can slide right out of your hand hit you in the eye it's like when you're it's like (laughs) it's like when you're it's like when you're looking at your phone in bed we've all Mm -hmm. dropped on our face we've Mm -hmm. all been there um, You're so, not going to drop this high octane energy drink, though. No, but we started our journey to the desert and um, made great time. But we had to stop. Um, I was uh, I had 105 on the dash. Jason's a great, a honestly. Jason's a great distance driver because he's not scared of the popo. Um, and I, mm-hmm. you know, what I, seems to be the problem, officer. <laughs> Excuse no, me. No, no, I'm. I'm not on the Green Bay Packers, but I get that a lot. Here. <laughs> I'll sign something for your kids though, if you want. If we can take a picture, no problem. My my man here, he has a camera. If you like film, um, so we we did make it to Raising Canes in the Inland Empire. You can turn the chest cam off, can't you, <laughs> <laughs> Officer? No, no, no. I wasn't. I, I I stumbled. I wasn't pushing you. You know, you know, I wasn't pushing you. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't attack an officer. <laughs> yes, we uh, we we went and had a great pit stop at Raising Cane's. What a fine establishment! Confusing, confusing chicken place. It was uh It's honestly disgusting to watch you guys eat that stuff. But luckily, you got a kids' meal, so I kind of I, I <clears throat> yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. It's like ice, like chicken fingers or like ice cream. Mm-hmm. Like unless you get the the kid size cone, 
to you have to control yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you're gonna go hog wild. Like if you put a, a banana split in front of me or like nope. a huge cheesecake factory Sunday in front of me, you're gonna take a bite. You're gonna take a bite, and you the just, bites will keep taking. As friend, as as Louis C.K. says, I don't I don't stop eating when I'm full. I stop eating when I hate myself. Same thing with the ice cream. And and the canes. If I got chicken tendies in front of me and, and a limited cane sauce. Oh, not a limited sauce. They're gonna have to strap me up. Wow. I hope Cuff Rick, me to the bench. I hope Rick and Morty weren't involved. But I was able to I was able to go to Whole Foods for poor people's sprouts <laughs> and get some day old vegetarian sushi to also enjoy. <laughs> so I was kinda living I had my gallon and my my Inari tofu pockets. Uh that was sprouts is definitely the fashion nova of whole foods yeah i mean they had some cheap knockoffs but it's also i like to make fun of sprouts but then i've gone there in a pinch in a in a flyover city or even in like atlanta because th- there's only so many whole foods and it's it's pretty good like it's it's better it's than totally trader good. joe's I think it, honestly it's inspiring it makes me feel happy about the future where somebody's like we need to bring healthier food healthy to, food to other at an not- affordable price so everyone yeah. can afford it erewhon is obviously you know yeah you yeah, know i agree i agree only. there's no like status attached to it it's same, just the same products. thing as trader joe's but all i want to do it's like i just want to go in there like you have you created this thing and like the plane is up and it's moving and it's flying but it's bumpy it's Mm-hmm. It's looking a little wonky. I actually and like, I want to go in with some edits. I, I could no, change her. I, when I, I see, understand when that, I but I actually like I like the layout. The wayfinding is nice. Uh, they have some oh, night, stellar wayfinding. They have some great signage that allows you to navigate the store in a kind of seamless way. Um, I obviously didn't have much time because we were we were looking to get to Coachella early mm-hmm. AF just to kind of soak it all in. We were of mm-hmm. course able to secure our, our artist passes and most importantly our uh, parking passes <laughs> that. To me, I've never seen Chris more happy than he was holding three separate parking passes. Because parking, a VIP parking experience in situations like this is vital, mm-hmm. and I think that maybe that you goes. You can't un- put a price on it. No, that goes underappreciated. I think it goes underappreciated. And it's such a strange difference from the olden days of Coachella. Like we were in the Rose Garden VIP area, and and Carolyn was like, "Oh, I when I would come here." I would, that's the bush that I would sneak in through, and then I would. Yeah. That water tent is where I would pretend I was an employee, and I jump over the fence there. And now, like they literally scan the parking placard, like the thing that you hang from yes. your rearview mirror. Yeah, they hand it to a person, they scan it to make sure that you the, haven't. The amount of times that, that I, we were scanned <clears throat> before even entering the mm-hmm. the, the the event, mm-hmm. honestly, ten, twelve, yeah, ten or twelve. Probably before we actually had boots on the ground at at our hairy zone. It's crazy, yeah, it's crazy. But we, but we made it, and we got our we got our credentials, of course. And then we were able to wander the grounds and just kind of soak it all in. And I was thinking to myself, this is, you know, this kind of small. This don't feel like shit at three <laughs> three thirty in the afternoon. I'm like, what the on fuck? a Friday? People yeah, are still like, at their work. Work that's jobs. what i didn't understand and then as soon as we you know as soon as the sun fell and i don't mean to skip ahead in the story as soon as the <clears> sun <throat> fell i was like oh my god this is huge look at all these fucking people it's crazy and there was an in- obviously there was an increase in size of venue uh since the sun went down but the oh, increase yeah. in people does i don't know the whole thing felt crazier yeah once the sun went down um i didn't see enough people fishing out i didn't see enough people <laughs> slumped like everybody seemed kind of sober and annoying mm-hmm. which is like why are- i mean i know why i'm here for, to talk about it right now i don't know why you guys are here because you paid for this yeah i think i think what you have to do in those situations where it's it starts at noon and it ends at at 1 a.m you really have to pace yourself of course and, and you have to obviously get your drug on 
at the nighttime time. Of course. Well, we so you're not you know you're not on display at two fifteen. We've all done drugs in the in the chewing face the sunlight, and it doesn't feel great. But in this situation, I thought that was par for the course, and I'm sure it was happening. I'm just saying I didn't. I think back it. in the day, it happened a lot more. Now that everyone's a pussy, then that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. We didn't. We weren't able to make it to the Sky Ting tent uh, for the yoga, but I heard it was popping. Yeah, yeah, man. I heard it was popping. And I didn't get a chance to go into the spiraled kaleidoscope mm-hmm. Instagram. Yeah, movie. I will say that the art the art installations are like perfectly bad. Like so bad, it's it's exactly <laughs> what it has to be and it's almost like I feel like the festival themselves are like in on it. Like they're pl- they're parodying themselves at this point mm. because they know how how what the people want and they just give it to them with absolutely no <laughs> restraint and I really appreciate that. Okay, okay. It's like when you when you have the flaming hot Cheeto chicken fingers. Exactly. You're like, just give them what they want. Disgusting, and they're like, "These fucking fatties like it, though." Yeah, yeah. You got to give it. You got to give people what they want. But we if did... I stop giving this to them, then they're going to start complaining. Exactly. No, exactly, exactly. But we did see that'll interfere with my money counting. We did see some music. We did see yeah. some some live music, and I guess we didn't see anything. We didn't. We started with spiritualized. Really, I started with Princess Nokia. Oh yeah, Princess Nokia was one of the worst things I've ever seen. I liked it. It was terrible. Um, then we went to Spiritualized, had a nice little nap. Spiritualized inside in like a fake rock club built out of a tent. <laughs> but honestly, I liked the vibe. They were good. They sounded great, and I liked that it was just an hour because that's mm-hmm. the kind of band that can go for two and a half hours, and I just don't need anybody to go for two and a half hours. No, you know. Um, but I, I, I just found that unless you're blowing that back up. Of course, then it, then you're going rounds, mm-hmm. you know. But I, when you were talking about the scanning thing, there's like a good scanning spectrum. Like when you when you walk in anywhere in the artist area, like oh, we want to go see Harry, and they're like a guy with like a, like a SWAT team or like a Navy <laughs> yeah. SEAL guy is like stage is on lockdown. Yeah, the whole perimeter needs to be cleared. <laughs> yeah, and when Harry's going on, and then we're like, let's go see. Um, maybe we can like watch from the side stage when. Spiritualized playing. We just opened a, a chain link fence, <laughs> and I was and I was backstage. Yeah, like not as. And then we just walked literally on stage, and I sat, you know, crisscross applesauce, two feet away from yeah. the keyboard player, and we we're just chilling on stage. Like, so they're like, if you guys want to sneak in backstage here, you can. Yeah. but I don't. It know wasn't why. even a sneak. It wasn't even a sneak in. It wasn't. It was, a, there I was mean, like a guy being like, "Yeah, cool, bro, come on," mm-hmm. you know, which is even more weird. But I, I was. Um, yeah, some places are like <clears throat> scan. You have to scan it, and then some places are like, just just go through the motion of showing me that you have an arm that could have a wristband <laughs> yeah, on yeah, it, yeah. and that's good enough for me. <clears throat> yeah, no, you're right. I, I think that the biggest thing for me was I was hoping you guys were going to get fucked up. Mm-hmm. And because of the alcohol uh, distribution and consumption arrangements, mm-hmm. it's it. I felt like you never got there. I spent over two hundred dollars on Red Bull and vodka just for <laughs> myself alone, and and my life partner did as well. We both spent so you're four hundred deep on a Red Bull and vodka combined. Yeah, combined household income <laughs> expenditures of this weekend on our MX on our MX bill will be over four hundred dollars in only. On Red Bull and vodka. Well, thank God I sprang for the gas because that would have that yeah. could have put this over the edge for you budgetary budget wise. That would could have been bad. Mm, yeah, I, I know you have some. I wouldn't be able to round up to donate to charity or anything. That's exactly. Like that. Yeah, that's yeah. That would if you're not able to round up to donate to charity, that would kind of nullify all of your donations for the year. But so. I want to know how I spent two hundred dollars on vodka and did not get drunk, did not get hungover. 
I I don't know. What's up with that golden voice? Unfor- I'm not a scientist or a member of the Golden Voice Mafia. We love you, Golden Voice. I but I'm guessing the the don't, the, don't the, say it. What the? No, I'm guessing the extreme amount of Red Bull has something to do with that. Well, I only had one Red Bull and vodka. The other ones were I was doing double tequila soda splash of OJ. It's a nice little summertime drink. Uh huh. Just a whisper of a splash. Yeah, the and Eagles had, weren't playing, unfortunately. I had four four double tequilas and then one Red Bull vodka, and I had like five or six edibles. And you felt good. You could have driven us home. I was never fucked up a single time. You could have driven day. us home. I mean, maybe it's the desert heat. It Who could knows? be. Or they, I think it could be the, just the raw excitement. <laughs> I, I was that, I was levitating. That's that's something. I had two thousand or twenty thousand steps in. Wow! Well, I mean, so I that must means have you this, did too. I must have had two. My my dogs were barking on the way home. Yeah, you know, and I but it was worth it. But I I think that the the consumption. Uh, I I uh, luckily they were able to give us water uh, free of charge. Um, that's kind of one of the week bonuses. one. I heard we had a bottomless pit of eight oh five beer, which would have saved me a fucking car note. I would have been. <laughs> We were talking to Yeo, and he's like, I had seven in the first hour. I, I was believe like, yeah, that, that's I believe, what I want. I believe that Yeo, I believe that that was in a, in, a, in like an off-site. I don't, I don't think, no. Oh, it was? back in the day, they would have, it was, it was literally, you know, you see those videos where they feed pigs in a factory farm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like a truck comes over, and then they, <laughs> they start. They, <laughs> they start, just drop off 805? They start congregating to the trough, and it's yes. literally a trough. Like when you, when you rent a house in Joshua Tree, and it says it has a pool, but it's just... One of those silver things that I think they bought of that at more Lowe's. Is, more is like a strip club pisser, but I know exactly. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Strip club pisser, Joshua Tree, quote unquote, swimming pool, but yeah. it's filled with ice. And then back in the day, they would just dump like seven cases of Bud Light, and then all the fucking Coke dealers would just run over and just <laughs> quadruple fisting their Bud Lights, just because you know free alcohol. You no, of have course, it. no. I mean, it's it's. I I think that the, the I mean, the fashion was so exciting that that could have maybe also kind of had you on chub, and it wasn't the alcohol wasn't going where well, it we, should. The, 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 whole, the fashion is a whole episode. But speak. But speaking of coke dealers, it reminded me when we were watching Harry. We we're I was right on the 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 bar the rail, as they say, at the yeah. front, separating the the losers from the people who own record labels and stuff like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that distinction is a very thin line. Um, and this time it was I, actually I knew, a barricade. I, know, I saw so many people who are like in their late forties who have to take their, their child to go see Harry. Like yeah. they're like, yeah, this is awesome. Like yeah. I used to come here and like got my dick sucked by someone there. <laughs> yeah. I did Coke off of that guy's dick here. And then yeah. now it's like now my blue haired, child wants yeah. i have to sit here with them for my 11 they, my hours. they them 11 year old is wants to camp out until billy which is tomorrow night mm-hmm. so it's kind of be, it's gonna be a long week it was cool i loved i love being right on that wall though be, the separation yeah. because it's you need to have real fans who are showing real pure excitement agreed versus all of us kind of chin i mean chin look strokers, i was showing i thought i was sho- gazers i thought i was showing real excitement but i can't be on the level of like a 17 year old from riverside who uh, i mean when we when we're waiting for harry like a short girl there's like a very short girl who could barely barely see over the rail and there was like tall people and the tall people were like hey do you want to like switch and you can go in the front and i can see over you it's fine and she basically like started crying like she moved two feet, you know. She was so happy, and she was like, "Oh my!" And then she was so happy she couldn't stop talking. She would just ask a question to nobody, like, 
I wonder what he's going to wear. It's so sick. And they're like, he's going to be wearing really cool clothes. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. And they're like, I wonder what song he's going to sing. It's so good. Like, they're just like yeah. so excited. No, and no, then I-, I look in front of me and it's like a British guy who works at like crush management <laughs> Who's like, oh, like my friend Steve over there, I need to give him this eight ball really quick. And like, <laughs> no, that is that is absolutely the vibe. I saw so many drug deals happening at Harry. It was crazy. Really? Yeah. I didn't see anything. I was too excited. I was locked. My eyes were locked on the stage. I was kind of trying to understand the layout. You I know. saw a good, a good system. There was, there was a guy who was, there was two guys. One, the, the main supply. <laughs> so let me tell you about drug deals, Chris. There's two guys. It starts with two well, guys. Well, there's three. There's the queen bee. Someone was holding the pack. Obviously, the uh, the weed holder, the, whoever is going to take the charge if someone gets popped. That's you. I'm not the weed holder. No, 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 honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 honey. I'm the one. I'll hold a gun, but not the bag. That's smart. That's smart. And then he distributes to the person. And then so there is a guy in the artist area, and he will take, take the drugs. And then there'll be a guy in, in the general general mission yeah. area who's like hey man, you guys need anything and he'll be like oh i got one and he'll do a little and then his friend will do and then come do a handover over the rail it was, a, it was a smooth vibe and but it happened in front of me every single time and by the third one i was like bro i'm gonna the next one i'm gonna have to tax you a little yeah, bit i might need a freebie on this one this is kind of my block a so free- <laughs> <laughs> jason said i see you under the lamppost yeah, and so- i'm <laughs> And I ain't standing for but this. But it was like a it was like a British guy wearing like all birds and like jogger pants and like a fedora. And I'm like, blood, this is my corner. Like, yeah, we ain't, we ain't really doing this anymore unless you give me a little I'm a bit have, of that molly. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to have a little bit. That's funny. I didn't see anything cool like that at all. All I saw was like like flared pants, like those ugly printed flared pants it was crazy man i mean the looks the the 70s inspiration which i guess apparently is obviously like a through line to the festival but i felt like it was Mm -hmm. overwhelmingly clear yeah i mean it was when we when when did we see um casey musgraves at the greek that was like two years ago three years ago yeah she was good two three years ago it was like three years ago yeah and that's when the kind of space cowboy look happened and then like the kylie i think Kendall had a birthday party. That theme. That was themed Space Cowboy. And then it's interesting to see the trickle down of like it took three years from that, like the most famous person in the world to then have that look be completely mainstream at Coachella. But it's not cool gay Space Cowboy. It's like... No. It's like these clothes are so synthetic that it's dangerous to be in the heat (laughs) vibe. Yeah, like this rayon blouse will just spontaneously combust. Yeah, this could. Yeah, yeah. If you start sweating because you're so excited about some Harry, of those bigger gals too. This. Oh no no no! We're, there's some the chafing post Coachella. Yeah, it'll it's, start to fire the old fashioned way. It's, it's a little friccione. <laughs> it's, it's like we're lost in the woods. That that's that's the, that was the vibe. But yeah, the looks were. Big Mama, come over here real quick. I guess I, I guess maybe weekend one there would have been more hotties. I only saw, For of sure. course, of course, Fi. You know what I mean? In his in a full fit. You know, he was the only micro celeb I fucking saw. I didn't see. I only saw artists. I I didn't yeah, see yeah, a single yeah. micro celeb. I didn't even see like a CW actress. <laughs> But those, that fa- that that fashion look was really, you know, we, everyone used to make fun of the boho '70s yeah. shit back, you know, ten years ago as being lame. But I would, I mean, that's like high couture compared to what we we're like. Yes, every outfit was like 
Party City yeah. $10 costume. Yeah. No, you're right. It wasn't real clothes. It was, it was definitely... It was, you could see that the fabric was made to be worn once yeah. to go to a party, and that's it. Like it was. It Let was, me tell you about these these people. They've never heard of sustainability, and that that's offensive to me. Well, I I think that I would I might argue that this clothing is so cheap that it's actually the most sustainable. It's kind of like <laughs> you know like edible underwear. Yeah. Oh, I see. So it's that. Where it's kind of like like you have one. It's like a time release capsule, like on your OxyContin, for example. <laughs> it's like you put this on. And the, the clock starts ticking I see. to where this garment will just kind of turn into like paper towel or like you get some, you know, it just turns get, into nothing get, after a while. If it gets wet, it could dissolve. And Don't that's, get it wet. That's maybe Don't not the wet. plan, but mm-hmm. it, that will happen. Yeah, the looks the looks are crazy and every no one's really that good looking. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I think that the... This is why God invented Revolve. That's, thank God. Unfortunately, we, we were not invited to Weekend One at the at the Revolve. I could have got us in if we really wanted to. At the but... Revolve Fest, where Kim Kardashian was paid $2 million to appear, and Jason and I were offered zero, which is... <laughs> that's why we weren't there, obviously. They said we could we could pay $2 million to come in. Oh, I understand. They were trying to charge... <laughs> I see. They wanted us to download the AXS.com app for our tickets, and it was just kind of... A, it was a little too complicated. I was like, can we just buy a bottle and, and get in? They're like, you have to buy the whole winery, actually, <laughs> if you want to come it's in. It's actually... That's how, old and, that's how old and male you are. Do you like white, red? Like, <laughs> I mean, we have different producers and purveyors. I don't know if you can do Napa. Maybe... <laughs> There's a lot of great Tijuana wineries that maybe we could check you out. I think there's some new kind of, you know, different wineries that maybe you would be interested in. They're, they're a little more progressive, I guess, is what I Over would say. Over in Downey. <laughs> <laughs> Revolve Winery Downey. God damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the fashion was, the, was the, the saddest part to me, I would say. I think that the yeah the fashion was the saddest part. I think that the saddest part for me was Coachella's ha- become too inclusive. The the saddest part for me was having to go into the dance tent. <laughs> well, you said you wanted to see people fucked up fishing out. That's the only place it's going to. No, happen, I know. Right? I, I just didn't realize that the dance tent is literally a line to do drugs in the dark yeah. that goes the length of the festival, and it doesn't matter who's playing. It's the best place to be booked. Yeah, well, I, I think that they created that tent as a solution to the problem of bro EDM taking over Coachella and festivals yeah. in general. Like the hair tent used to just be like Dylan Francis, like frat guy, like mm-hmm. chest pumping shit. And I think there's that kind of that clock kind of ran out a little bit and it was replaced by hip hop and fake gay tiktok musicians yeah so now like that tent is like here's just people playing regular old house music it doesn't have to be like stage diving shit you know no i know what you mean i mean i i will say it was the most but it was cool to see that area everyone wanted to be in that area it was the most exciting i mean i we tried to i did my first attempt of trying to understand peggy goo And well, I first we got to see Purple Disco Machine. Yeah, which I did. I don't. Which I, is a guy wearing a rayon. Yeah, that guy was wearing. That, well, he was wearing a rayon shirt, but his was Saint Laurent. That's the difference. Was Saint Laurent? I mean, God it, damn it. No, he's rich, but it was just like he's definitely rich. It's just like the guy is like. I didn't got, know that his got, music was that cheesy. Man. He's got four CDJs. He's playing like garbage disco, and he's yeah. just kind of like the way he was for a disco yeah the way he was moving his body made me mad (laughs) me too like it was like he it was too like (laughs) i'm making fun of you (laughs) 
Like his vibe was like, I'm getting paid so much to do this. Uh-huh. I'm barely trying. This is Sephora music, and you guys are eating it up. And I just got paid. What do you think? What do you think he got paid? I mean, he wasn't that high on the bill. He probably got like twenty. It wasn't that. Look, much. twenty for doing an hour in the dark and oh, being able course, to go but... go to back to back home. I think a lot of those people who are like European, like real DJ DJs, yeah, who are like I'm playing, you know, real shit, and they come to Coachella and they kind of treat it as like. This is like LOL. This is like I'm playing for retards kind of vibe. Yeah, like I'm not. This isn't a. a, a None club. of these people understand what yeah. I actually do. Yeah, and they don't understand how deep my techno is. <laughs> my techno <laughs> weighs a ton. But then, the, <laughs> but they're like him and like a Peggy Goo. They're all kind of like the commercial versions of of the underground. Anyway, I, I will say my favorite part about watching dance music with you <laughs> is that I ask you a lot of questions and mm-hmm. you answer them in a respectful way that <laughs> makes me feel seen. Because <laughs> I'm literally just like Jason. What is this? I like. I. I honestly, it's something that I really don't understand, and I've learned about it basically strictly from you. Mm-hmm. But like the Peggy Goo thing, I'm like, I don't understand. This isn't good. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. This is just like, and I'm like, oh, this is techno, right? And you're like, yes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, is this what she's always sounded like? You're like, no. And I'm like, is this original music? You're like, that one's not. This one is. <laughs> you know, it's it's a it's a nice explainer for a dum dum. Mm-hmm. But I will say that it's just like. That was the best looking people at the whole festival was <laughs> yeah. the VIP at Peggy Goo. Yeah. Which is something to be said, which is why she makes millions of dollars. That's the thing. I was like, I get them. I get it. Like I, I'm asking a lot of questions because I'm trying to understand on a different level, but mm-hmm. from a purely like, is this fun and cool? It absolutely is. Yeah, that's what's interesting about this uh, any of that stuff is like if you're really good at what you do, then you'll be very successful. But if you just remotely are attractive, your your income and success 10x well because we were backstage at that tent or whatever you know i saw a lot of uh yeah. big djs coming out of their trailers and i gotta say they weren't you know no the, the no. martinez brothers look like they're the stock boys at maxfield you know what i'm saying so no, i don't 95 percent of djs and i guess any musicians yeah are like pretty ugly you know no nah, i mean i mean yeah i mean because if you look good you're so busy getting your dick sucked like yeah, an you ain't got time to guy. be creative or whatever you have time to practice your trumpet yeah but I, I i like i enjoyed the edm i think that it was a little tough for jason because i did point out to him that his abuser was there <laughs> yeah after a successful show in los angeles chinatown mm-hmm. we long- swept that under the under the oriental rug beautiful woman alexander wang had entered the vip at peggy Mm -hmm. goo i noticed him i I had to let jason know but i was able to shield him from any attacks (laughs) uh i alerted the security guard next to me that we we may be dealing with issue Mm -hmm. he said bitch i don't work for you and i said (laughs) i understand that but i'm just saying if i need to use your weapon to protect my friend (laughs) that's kind of a contract you and i are entering into while this Peggy Goo plays, I want. I wanted. I was considering taking a selfie with him, <laughs> but I was like, nah, I don't know. What am I going to do with that? I, I, he left. The and, whole thing's just kind of dark. Yeah, the whole thing's dark. He did. He did leave before we had a chance to confront him um, and beat mm-hmm. him down. Um, I'm not willing to go to jail for you in this case, um, but I could see that you were kind of like. You know, you were getting emotional. I need backup. Well, you were emotionally charged. And I couldn't tell if that was when Peggy Goo played an original, or if that was because you could see Wang combing his hair out of the out of this out of, in your <laughs> peripheral. You know what I mean? I, it was weird seeing that, and then after watching that Abercrombie doc in there talk about like Bruce, yeah, and you know, like the it's like 
it's such it's such an interest. I mean, I'm, we're not going to get into it now on this episode because it's very convoluted and confusing. But like, three hundred pound buff, like football player looking guys, complaining about you know a guy wanting to have sex with them. Yeah. Or me me making light of <laughs> a five foot pound beautiful woman twink <laughs> trying to pull my dick out in a public space. In you know, a public it's kind sp- of like. You know, I don't know. What do you even do about it? I believe the, so the, inter- the, the, the interesting only, to- topic. The, the only phrase you can apply to that is there are levels to this shit, you know? And yeah. I think that's that's the situation. But it didn't. It's kind of like the like the comedy rule of punching up. Mm-hmm. He's groping up. Yeah, he's groping up. All of he's all the great up. male, all the 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 great gay male sexual sex pests, they grope up. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're able to still not be, you know, they don't have to go live upstate and open a country store. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Only when the wing closes, you have to do that. <laughs> but I, yeah, I'm glad that the the Wang the Wang sighting didn't ruin your Coachella. Tim said he was there again yesterday. Oh, I, oh, he's a party animal. He's a party animal. But he used to be. I mean, I'm sure he's partying <laughs> even more now because like he's got to drown his sorrows in the Molly. Yeah, Molly. You know? yeah, there's Molly in my water. There's definitely there was definitely Molly in his Dasani. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, then, I hope the show went well in Chinatown. I think it it was open to the public, which to me, <laughs> if you got to open it to the public, um, just based on the gatekeeping of the fashion community, it's not a great sign. Mm-hmm. Um, but Objects aren't super. I'm not sure what. I don't, I don't think the Jacques Mou Kawaii show was open <laughs> to the public. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're literally like you're it's only available on private plane and we have to put you on that plane so um but we we were able to see peggy goo jason ex, ex, uh mansplain techno to me much to my uh excitement mm-hmm. and then we had to rush over we heard a rumor that mm-hmm. drizzy drake was coming out with uh little baby little baby that didn't happen that was a molly filled gossip game of telephone rumor that was a telephone you know ru- who you are who told me that yeah and if you yeah if you lie to us again there's gonna be problems for you but we were able have to have a reputation you understand, we were able Jessica? to make it to to see phoebe and we were able to stand on the side of the stage and get killed with smoke from a smoke machine that sounded like a choo-choo train um during a, you know, during the quiet moments, you know, when she's playing Scott Street, I don't want to hear machines. And I did complain <laughs> to some of the union guys, and they called me names that I can't kind of repeat here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, their hands were tied. Their hands were tied. So we watched, we watched the whole show from the side of the stage. It was beautiful. The crowd's loving her. It's, it's like, it's a lot of people. A lot of people. Shout out to Phoebe's TM Tiger Mom, who kept kicking us out of different areas. <laughs> the, our, her entire job. Was to make us move to a different area. Yeah, we we moved a couple times. You know who didn't have to move? Maude Apatow wasn't. I don't know. I didn't know why Maude didn't have to move. What's she been in? I I, I don't. I ain't seen you for you. I'm so saying though. I'm saying though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, your dad made a couple movies. That's cool. You know, you're not a star if the word rising is in front of star. You know what I'm saying? Dead ass. Mm-hmm. And then, but then, so you know, you this is this is normal procedure. But you know, before the last song, they usually clear the stage because the. The superstar wants to. We don't walk. want any friction. We don't want any friction the while they're leaving the stage, and uh, so we went down to the very front, you know, in front of the barrier again, like we're talking about. But it was very close, and there was no one there except us, and which was so odd because, like, the artist area, like the the, yeah. the front row, it's like the photography pit, yeah, artist area pit. Like for Harry, there was like three thousand people. And even for spiritualized, there was you know, yeah, yeah, a yeah. couple dozen people by the end. It of was it. us, man. For Phoebe Bridges, is you, me. Tim, Carolyn, and like a photographer. There was a couple of photographers, but she. It was honestly like pretty amazing. It was like yeah, pretty, it was so cool. To it see. was pretty. It was pretty sick, and she was that. I mean, I 
that I've seen that that thing before, like on you know, like on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like her finale, it rips, and it was good, and it was cool to see it from that that angle. You know what I mean? It was and, cool to see the trumpet player. Oh, he was the trumpet player is living his best life. I know because there's so many people out there watching it on the YouTube stream who practice the trumpet and be like, one day I'll be making seventy five bucks a night playing trumpet on stage of you know to 20,000 people No, I think the thing is, this is what I said to you. I think trumpet players, I think he truly gives them hope and he's definitely making more money than he would be in a local orchestra somewhere. Absolutely. You know, so it's <clears> like <throat> you can you can join the band, but uh yeah, I mean it was it was it was cool and I think that the um I unfortunately did sit on a little water, you mm. know, during that. So my Oh, I didn't know that. My shorts were a little wet, uh, and um, I had to. So cut. we're gonna go with I sat on water. Yeah, okay. yeah. I just want to make that clear. If you saw any, because we didn't talk about it, so I just want to make it clear that that's what happened. <laughs> you know. Okay. <laughs> just want to make it clear that's what happened. I did see a lot of people back from back in the day, like DJ people. <laughs> I saw that every time Jason talks to someone, I'm like, "Damn, who is this loser?" And what's the story? <laughs> When I talk to someone, it's like, oh, look at this cool young person. This is interesting. Jason, uh, let me introduce you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But but it, but coach- it was it was we like I've talked about this before, and I don't know if it's some type of dysmorphia thing or like uh, you know you're unable to see the forest for the trees or whatever type shit. But like every person, like I, if I consider myself to be like an old person who's you know old, just I'm just an old person, or sure. whatever. And I'm not necessarily. I'm a pretty chill, casual guy. I don't. I don't really prioritize my looks as much as the average. You know, most people. I'm no. I'm no slob, but well, you've gotten better. <laughs> and I see so many people from back in the day who are like younger than me. You know, maybe like five years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And you see them now, and they just look run down. Mm-hmm. They look older than I do. Mm-hmm. They let themselves go. Mm-hmm. I don't. Me- I don't know what it is. I'll tell you what it is. It's kids. <clears throat> yeah it's procreating or it's holding on to a lifestyle that you should let go i think that those I are think the two things there's it. there's two ways it can go if you still go to bars on weeknights that's what you're gonna look like when i go to atlanta it's the same thing i'll see somebody i'm like damn bro you used to be the stick man at right. the club mm-hmm. you put on 40 and look gray yeah 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 and you just see it in their eyes you yeah know? It's, they're dead their their life is over <laughs> Yes. You know, it yes. sucks. It's like, it doesn't have to be like this. It sucks, but it makes me wonder, like, have what have I done to not have that happen to me? I mean, other than the kids part, but like... No, you stopped DJing. You, yeah. you, you didn't you didn't take it further than it needed to go. When you were like, mm-hmm. you know what? This is kind of petered out a little bit. I could keep pushing, but I don't want to. Right. You have Catch more... Catch me at the, the Golden Voice... Um... <laughs> Oh, yeah, we'll be DJing in a few weeks at the no, Just Like you, Heaven Festival. Still a few tickets there's left. There's some tickets available. We'll see you guys out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but you know what I mean. Of course, I DJ at the Goldstein House last night for that's, the uh, Sporty and Rich activation. That's nothing. Actually, it's crazy that Emily let you smoke a cigarette inside. The, I hope she doesn't have to pay extra for that. Um, she sent me a Venmo request for $7,500. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not the Marriott. You can't really just get away with it. There was know? some lymphatic drainage and some checking account drainage. <laughs> <laughs> the Wells Fargo feels like my liver. <laughs> uh, but no, I think honestly, though, I think that like if you choose to, I don't know. I think if you, if you, is it is it because I drink water and get eight hours of sleep? Yeah, no, for sure. It's also like you just prioritize those things, and a lot of people don't as they get older. 
Yeah. Which is crazy because that's the number one time you should start prior. You know. Well, something interesting for you because of your your exact age right now. But there's some uh, this guy Scott Galloway, a podcaster I listen to, business dude, whatever. But he says that. Um, yeah, I know um, you like Gary V. Continue. <laughs> he's like if he's like if you and Gary V. combined actually. So check him out. I'm familiar with Scott Galloway, and I couldn't be less interested. But tell me about him. He's he's bald. He's rich, and he works out. He has a few issues. What are his issues besides like being? You know, he tells it like it is. He might spit some real shit. That like he would say, like a woman's place is the kitchen, in a joking manner. Sure, he's not afraid to ruffle some feathers. I understand. Say. So there are there but are the the spectrum of ruffle feather ruffling is different on his like billionaire VC level yeah. versus what you might be doing. You know, Thank and you. that's no shots to you. You're that's still see- killing it. You're beasting in the underground. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bro, you're not a billionaire yet, but you got to start with an M before you get to a B. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. And that is cap. That's right. So he 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 was talking about um, it's like a scientific study that the average I don't know if it's male or just human in general they uh, at the age of 39 is when they that's kind of when they cement how they consider the way that they look interesting so like when they look at themselves in the mirror that's what you're gonna see they they still have the 39 year old version of yourself in your mind even when you're 60 or 50 whatever so i can live with that as you age you sort of always are chasing that unattainable dragon like you're just always trying to you consider yourself to be 39 and look the way you do and you never want to Admit to yourself that you actually do look 59. Oh, yeah. I'll never admit that to myself. That, <laughs> that sounds great to me. I, I can live with that happily. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little tan right now. My lips are a little chat, but otherwise, I'm good. And I, I think a lot of it is also keeping up with uh, just like culture and yeah. trends and the world. If you don't do that, it shows. It's if It manifests physically to me. Like you can just tell by looking in someone's eyes. If they have given up on caring about new things, in yeah, the world. It manifests physically and also manifests in streetwear. Those are the two. <laughs> those are the, those are the two ways I can kind of see it as well. I, I mean, I would rather I would rather be homeless than have that happen. I would rather. I mean, I just don't. No, it's it's a it's a fate worse than death. Unhoused. <laughs> um, I was of all the people that we saw, um, that was all good, but I am now. A believer of Brazil's Anita. Yeah, we listened to Anita in the car last night after you were uh-huh. ranting and raving boom, about it. I mean, I just I like that kind of music. I just do not have any interest in, especially yeah. in a setting. I mean, you are far too straight and white. But but yeah, okay, yes. Yeah. So coming from you, that's a bit rich. Uh, Come much- on, bro. I'm a member of the Latin community. It's a new one I learned. You add an E like a saltine. That's Shout cool. out to whoever told me that one. That's a good cool. One. I think that I think that her being able to to only shake one cheek is mm-hmm. very cool. It is. Um, it's a shame she's built like a WWF <laughs> type chick, but it's not my flavor. But do you think she's going to cross over to the American market successfully after this week's performance? Because I remember, like last week, I was making fun of her. I was like, some person named Anita, like the most boring name, and I was, I just, I just kind of. Uh, Brushed her under, brushed her aside as just a industry plant, like mm-hmm. dumb, you know, useless pop artist. And that, you know, that's is that is what she is. But after seeing her live, and after seeing Harry live, and all these people who I consider to not really be real actual musicians, 
more of a product mm-hmm. to be consumed by people. Much like this podcast. When you see him live, you're like, hmm. Anita. I think I get it. When now. I was in Miami, Dizza was talking about Anita, of course. Yeah, sure, sure. And I was kind of like, yeah, man, that's cool. I'm I'm good. Her but- ass isn't big enough for him to be talking about her that much, <laughs> but good for him. <laughs> but she's, look, she's still growing. She knows uh, how as, to move it. As an artist and as a shaker. Yeah, it's not it's not an F three fifty. It's not dual. a dual. It's not a dually. It's not a dually. It's, it's not diesel. But you know, it's not the base model one. It's not. The, it's not good. a Ranger. I know. I'm glad that I'm glad that you saw you discovered a new artist at Coachella, and that's that's kind of what. Music- I mean, it stopped us in our tracks. Carolyn and I were walking from like one one tent to the other side of the thing, and we we're like, oh, I think that Anita person's on. I think a friend of the show, Wes DJ Diplo, came out last week and i think like like snoop and megan v now does wes have a kid with her or he just came out to perform (laughs) probably (laughs) both probably i think they used a he had to have sex with a different person to host because she wasn't able to the abs are too are too good the pregnancy didn't fit in with her album cycle so she had to find a surrogate mother for that look these labels they got they got diplo said i'll uh, if, if i have to fuck her i'll fuck her it's fine you got a sister or something so we were walking by and we kind of did like, oh, this is like funny. There's like a, a big spectacle happening over yeah. here. And then we're like, oh, I think that's an Anita person. We're kind of walking, walking. And then eventually both of us just stopped walking. Yeah. And we're just staring at her show for like 20 minutes. That's good. We I've, watched the whole thing. That's the power of music, Jason. The music discovery. It's the power of ass. Some Well, there's two things that, in this world that matter. <laughs> it's music and ass. And so yeah. when they combine, those powers are magnetic. But I liked it because there's like you have like K-pop and you have all this other music, like industry kind of product music. And it feels so unmusical. It's just like such a formulaic whatever thing. But she she was doing that, of course, because she's you know a super successful pop star. But the the root of the music that she was playing was like real kind of ballet funk, like favela shit. Yeah, yeah. Like if you listen to K-pop or J-pop, no shade to my uh, my BTS army. I you know I stand. Don't Joe Budden yourself right now. Be careful. <laughs> I, I stand Blackpink, of course, of course, as well as Twice. But then you know that music is just like. You know, some, some no, it's computer music. Some guy, you know, in a lap with his laptop, you know, is using algorithms to make this music, and you know, there's no. So you're saying that Anita has more texture and flavor for you? Yeah, it's like much like the food of her country. She took this music that that Diplo first um, took ten years ago <laughs> and brought it to the masses. But it, it's like this gritty underground, like. You know, people are making it on these very rudimentary instruments and computers. And like someone has like a $75 laptop that they found and it's like running on like solar power in a village and they're making just this very unique special music. And she didn't like synthesize, synthesize that into some mainstream bullshit. It still sounded dirty and raw. And I I mean, hats off to her for that. And she can, as you said earlier, isolate. And move each cheek whenever she wants to. That's the real talent here. I mean, most people mm-hmm. cannot do that. Megan the Stallion, maybe. Oh, of course she can. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I know you're a hottie. I just wasn't sure. But you know, she's known. She's a known ass person. That's a good point. Anita can move. That, no, I understand. I understand. I, you know, I thought <laughs> she's that- like if a little Chihuahua had ass. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> we were walking when we were on that same journey walking. Mm-hmm. Through um, Gen Pop, as I would say, mm-hmm. to put it in, in Riker's terms, 
Yeah, some people are like, you were walking. I'm like, yeah, bro. Of course, I'm not. I'm, why? I'm going to sit backstage and look at Omar Apollo drinking a bottle of water. I'm going to go see what's going on, man. Sometimes the Hadids will go out into the yeah, public. Yeah, you have you to. Wanna... I mean, when I was when I was rubbing shoulders with Phi and mm-hmm. Kevin the Abstract, they were waiting <laughs> They were waiting for a a <laughs> golf cart just like us, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> Theirs was uh, a private contracted golf cart. It was a little different. Their clothes were a lot baggier and a lot more expensive. Their hair Fi was, was wearing his signature Oliver People sunglasses, which is a nice touch. As was I. Oh, you were. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Fi's. You were wearing a different Oliver People style. Not you're really. wearing you're wearing Black People's, which are the Black Flies <laughs> Oliver People's combo. Is what it looked like. The collab that nobody asked for. <laughs> nobody wants. Oh, uh, the collab that only I asked <laughs> yeah, for. Yeah, no, the only they made a one of one. They're for like, you. we made this thing nobody wants. So I'll be like, I'll pay double. Yeah, let me get those. Um, but we were walking and there were, and we were talking about how kind of the screening process was a little on the chill side. I was like, oh, do I bring my edibles in? Do I bring my drugs yeah. in? And we, I could have brought, you know, you could have fit a four. You could have you could have fit a brick in the pachette. In my pouchette could have been a half a brick, quarter brick. Whole brick. If I, re- if I really wanted to bring a whole entire brick, no, it's true. Tim brought in his his sack. You know, there could have been Tim had eleven his, guns in there. Thank God, the best. You know, Tim having your shooter on you with the nice bum bag, mm-hmm. like with the Japanese bum bag that's a little bigger. Do we need gum, candy? He's got. He had gum. He had sparkling my, or flat. He had my contacts. He held. He had all my stuff in there. Isn't it nice? Contact lenses or contacts T two. The T two, of course. All right, the Kylie edition. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we were walking through and I saw, so there's a girl and she pulled out a bottle, like a sunscreen, like a, like a copper tone sunscreen bottle, you know, 10 inches. What you need out here in the desert. It's a, it's something you must have in your bum bag. I too wore sunscreen as well. Protect the face. That's how I look young. Mm -hmm. She opened the cap (laughs) and began chugging the contents of so I'm starting bottle. to think, Jason. I'm starting to think there might have been some booze in there. Well, that was the thing. It was like she was she was doing it, but it was kind of like a squeeze bottle. It was kind of hard. Like she didn't just remove the whole cap. She just did flip the top lid so it had the tiny hole yeah. where you would just squeeze a little bit no, of sunscreen in. This... So she just flipped the cap and was squeezing. And, you know, it was mouth? like somebody like milking a cow. Okay, just like don't make this sexual. I don't want to see this. <laughs> It's a little bit like it reminds me of the classic high school field trip alcohol and shampoo bottle. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. trick. Exactly. That's exactly what it I'm was. I'm glad to see that that's still alive with the younger generation. But to me, it's like okay, you have a sunscreen bottle. I don't know how much alcohol you fit in there, but you know it can't be a ton. It's not like a 32 ounce sunscreen bottle. Of course. They're gonna. It's gonna. But it's still. It's like who cares? I mean, it's better to have some than none. That's true. If you're 17, I guess it's an underage thing. It's underage, an underage and thing. also like, again, the whole process for drinking sucks. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. miss my favorite band because I'm in line for a, a Golden you know. Voice. Let's get a bar in the artist area. Oh, we need a bar. I don't need to walk. I don't have to walk out and do a stop and chat with a bunch of old guys. I only want to do. I, I only want to do gin pop stuff vodka. for. You know, anthropological reasons, not. I do actual. my walk through, yeah, and that's it. But I want to, you know, how do you wash out the sunscreen bottle? In uh, to the point overnight where you, soak. Oh, overnight soak. overnight soak in what? Soapy water. I would say overnight soak in water, then a nice rinse in the morning. Maybe an air dry. I, I worry that you 
you can't get the, ever. Like, no, you'll, I agree. You'll always have a little bit of sunscreen well, maybe, flavor. Maybe, maybe she filled it up with a coconut Ciroc, you know, oh, so the flavors are complimentary. <laughs> I don't want to blow she, your mind. So she was doing a mixology type of flavor combination. Did she have a mustache? I didn't catch the mustache. Okay, so, so maybe, maybe I mean, mixology I think is strong, but I think she's smarter than she looks. She, yeah, she oh, she opened the copper tone. She snapped her suspender and started. <laughs> she, she weirdly had one of those really long spoons. <laughs> <laughs> Stirred. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the biggest takeaway was was like remembering live music and how you don't need to love a band or an artist. Yeah. You can just be impressed by the showmanship and the work that went into yeah, I mean, putting on a good show. No, for and, sure. And when you see somebody like a Harry, no, the Harry, the Harry, it all on the stage. The Harry one-two punch opener was about as good as it gets. Like the mm-hmm. first two songs, like that shit, I was like, this man is fucking good. And yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I had more faith than you, but I was like. That, I that, was excited. I didn't. I mean, I was more excited to see Harry than Drake. Let's put it that way. Yeah, the back to back of those two songs, and of, of course his custom Gucci outfit with the mm-hmm. HS on the pocket, mm-hmm. and also his band. I, these guys get the bands are so crazy. Like mm-hmm. people are so good. Like they're monsters. Like even when they're doing the stuff that like a casual fan probably doesn't want to see when they all five come up and they're all playing acoustics and like harmonizing. Mm-hmm. That shit sounded perfect. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of insane. Yeah, it's in, it's interesting to me. I mean, we we're talking about like any most people are kind of not that attractive, but then if you're hot, then you then you get the looks. But there's a certain level of musician, like a like a session band player, where like if you're just that good, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, and it kind of makes you hotter it, in a weird bad, way. Yeah, it's cooler. But it, like, I want to know how you get to that level of like, oh, I'm like a studio person. You know, I'm playing in this person's band. We're doing blah blah blah. But like. How do you get that? I'm in this person's. Yeah, band. I'm in Harry's band, and he like features me. Like I come up, and it's me and him like yeah. harmonizing. I'm not like hidden in the back. I think it's like I think it's honestly like intentions are pure. It's like this person's just too good. I need them. They make mm-hmm. me better. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's yeah, like because yeah. like if he was up there with like three rocker bros and like some backing tracks it's like he has like six people you know it's like you need that to fill out the stage too i think and make it feel real when you're playing music like that it's like basically like a band like there's no secret that it's like guitars bass and drums yeah like you kind of have to it's just such a high level because you know when we when we were picking up our dogs from the dog sitter she she lives in our neighborhood. She's an, like an older woman, maybe like fifty or so. And she was like, "Oh, I went to the first Coachella," and she was like, "Yeah, I went and saw, you know, Moby and Chemical mm-hmm. Bros. Mm-hmm. You know, all this shit." And she was talking about like music in the '90s back then, like late '90s, or whatever. Like there was some imperfections to it. There was mm-hmm. some real rawness to it, and that like kind of really damn. She likes helmet. That's cool, man. <laughs> really cool. But it was like, there's an unpolished quality to it yeah. where like you're a loser, you're a dork, you're yeah. not cool. Slacker, if, if you're trying slacker too hard. lifestyle, slacker grunge lifestyle. Yeah, you know, if you're was, a try hard, was, that's one of the worst things you could be. And it was sellable. That's the thing is that was like an attractive, which is now we live in a culture where it's either I'm a hustler or 
I'm taking some time for myself. <laughs> There's no like in between well, where it's like I just want to like have a cool time and get by, man. I I think the people like that, like like Harry's band is able to transcend that. Where mm. like if you if you have like oh I'm in Sonic Youth or Nirvana and like we're gonna play the song and it's gonna be all atonal. I'm gonna fuck it up. We're gonna make a bunch of noise for five minutes yeah. after the song and in between tracks you're like. Like you're tuning, tuning your, your instrument, you didn't even fuck. turn it on. The drummer's just like fucking around. Feedback from the air, and you're like, "This is normal." And if you try not to do any of that, so hard, it just looks dorky and it just yeah. looks too polished. And it's like you, you aren't you aren't having fun. This is a job for you. But on that hairy level, like not a single thing was imperfect but it, it doesn't just, feel but it doesn't have the bad but it's feeling. kind of like we're so good that we're able to achieve perfection without trying hard yeah and i think once you're able to do that then it unlocks this new area where it's like you're you're in this rarefied air where everyone has to just give it up no for sure no it's, it's, it's i mean that's you're just like fuck it's just too good Because i've watched that band i mean it's in the drummer who's like crazy has been in it the whole time but like He's switched out a few people for sure, but like it's just like shredders, man. And they look like they're having fun. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing is they're like, this is sick. <laughs> like this is like, also it's like, what gig is bigger than that? If you're, yeah. you know what I mean? Like what is, there's not really anything bigger that you could be doing. And all, and you'll see a lot of other people who are playing and you're like, oh, backing track. Yeah. Uh, you could see the Ableton laptop in the on, on the side stage for the, the TV track vocals and you can see where they're fudging it and like the the you'll hear vocals but the mic won't be up to the person's yeah, face yeah. and like okay it's kind of whatever. And with Harry's show you're like N- they're just playing the music. Like 100%. that that guitar sound is just this girl's I mean, guitar. It, it like sounds good cuz they're pros and they have He probably has a little auto tune on his voice just yeah. kind of tasteful amount tucking it under but everything else is just like the drums that you hear that sound exactly like on the album. Yeah, they're just just as perfect in these terrible conditions outdoor windy all fucked up it's just like i'm just hitting this drum that much better than everyone else no, no. and that's was, why i'm here and you're not it was very impressive and luckily we were able to leave before lizzo came out uh which is <laughs> convenient but i just I, you know as much as i love harry i equally hate traffic we yeah. had to get we had to, it was cold we'd been there for 12 hours it was time to get out and we we made it the look tim drove home uh Two hours flat. Oh yeah, definitely. no, it was under two hours. That's amazing. You know, we were. I, I would have done that as well if we didn't have traffic on the way there. Yeah, but I, it's it, to me that's kind of like there's. I, I don't know. I, we were talking earlier about the age thirty nine is when mm-hmm. you stop thinking about that. But like, at what age do you stop? Um, where where leaving where beating traffic is better than seeing the last on that's a great that's a great question unfortunately i've always been like that um always i'm just wired different bro i'm a i'm a pretty efficient cat you mm-hmm. know so i want to make it out uh actually i because when i used to go to a lot of a lot of uh big shows um because of friends like dad gave us access i always noticed that like the celebrities mm-hmm. 
they like someone would come tell them to go get in the car. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm leaving when they're leaving. Like, I don't know what like somebody who are, who has had eyes on the set list. Yeah, they're like, well, they, what happens is if you're a VIP at like those big big shows, you get the set list. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll email you the set list. Like, if it's oh no, shit. like if you're going to the police's last show at the Garden, like you have the set list, or somebody you're with has. If Stallone's going to see the stones. Yeah, they're like, knows. all right, you can you can bounce, but you know, like the Escalades out back. You go backstage and walk straight out like your Timberlake with a towel after you finish the set. You know what I mean? And it's like, so that's where I learned it. And I was like, oh, this may in New York, it's different because you're just like walking out and getting on the train. It's not as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But like if you left Coachella after Harry's like third encore, mm-hmm. it's going to take you two hours to get out of the parking lot. Yeah. Even the VIP parking lot was probably a shit show. And I think everyone knows that, but they're like, can't help themselves. I want to see this so bad. I love and care about this so much that I'm willing to wait. Yeah. And that used to be me. Yeah. I don't love anything or care anything enough to sit in traffic. Yeah. It's bad. But it is, it is the perfect. It's like, I just like the, the, the show is the perfect meal. And then leaving oh. before the crowd is the, is the perfect espresso mm-hmm. and, Biscotti, you're in a little. They have a great affogato program at Coachella. Yeah, we discovered that. Perfect affogato at the end. You know, it's like it's not enough to like beat beat you at a game of billiards, but I have to like the last when I hit the eight ball in, it has to do like a Mm, dong dong dong. Has to hit all four sides. Has to hit all. You know, do some little shit where you're like, yes, I completed this. And I did it with a little style. I did it with some panache. I mean, I think, honestly, we did it as as perfectly as we could. There are some things that would change, but overall, I had a great time, and I saw who I wanted to see. Some things you would change. I'll yeah. Golden Voice on the horn. Well, yeah. I mean, I can talk to Golden Voice privately. I wouldn't want to air them out, since mm-hmm. they were so kind to give us those artist passes. So kind. But so no, it was kind. honestly fun. I'm glad we went, and I felt like shit all day yesterday, but that didn't stop us from... Hitting the sporty and rich tennis activation at the. I have one one note before we get into that. If you're gonna have an omakase sushi meal for three hundred fifty dollars, hire some Japanese people to do it instead of some white people from the valley. Okay, good. That's good advice. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Yeah, but we did speaking we, as a white person from. We were, the I was able to go to sleep by three a.m., which is the latest I've been up since New Year's when you smoked a full cigar and um, <laughs> woke up four hours. I hit the gym. God, I wish I brought a cigar to Coachella. That would have been nice. There was, when we were walking into the basket, the hockey game last night, there was a, a Louis Vuitton Armenian bro who had an unlit cigar in his mouth walking around Staples Center for a hockey game. That's great. What a fucking jack. That's off. that's very cool. <laughs> sorry, sorry for interrupting. We made it to the we made it to the Sporty and Rich activation at the famous Goldstein House in Beverly Hills, and um, yeah. I was that what an activation it was i was able to do a workout it was with, a dry activation it was a dry activation and it, i was able to do a uh workout with trainer to the stars kirsty godso and my, my man and roy, previous how long gone guys and my man roy where i was um <clears throat> i'm not gonna say i was the best athlete in the workout mm-hmm. but i was the one most focused and i think that counts for something because most the 28 focused. other influencers that were trying to capture content by balancing their phone on their sporty and rich water bottle um <laughs> weren't concentrating on the donkey kicks quite as much as i was mm-hmm. and i'm paying for it saying my left glute <laughs> yeah i think the problem is when you have like an influencer party that is a fitness based everyone not everyone but most people kind of assume that like this is going to be like a photo shoot yeah workout, like we're not, not actually going to do anything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
We were able to Which enjoy is a fair thing to consider. Yeah, totally. We were able to enjoy some juice to catering. Yeah, nice while touch. you while you were working on that fat little ass of yours, <laughs> Jason was wearing jorts and enjoying some carrots. Did I pull off the palace jorts? I have to say you did, and I I'm proud of it. I love it. Like mm. I'm, I will at once make fun of you and also give you props. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Because I said sword. I come down from my workout, I'm sweating. I got my sunglasses on top of my head because I you know I needed to to really see what's going on. I see Jorts man over here. Which, Honking down on a he plate. He said, let me get salmon. a plate. He said, let me get a plate. And then he had a big ass plate because, if you know, Justa is one of the most torch scenes in the entire world, mm-hmm. but the food is delicious. Mm-hmm. I have heard, though, Uh-oh. dogs not allowed. So now I'm going to start oh, donating. Really? I'm going to start donating to them monthly <laughs> if I can't make it down there. Chris is going to start buying $100 gift cards every <laughs> month and cutting them up on Instagram Live. It's the new It's the new support your restaurants uh-huh. thing. I, any restaurant that bans dogs, I'm buying gift certificates and giving them out for free. The few, the proud. Exactly. To quote David Bowie, bring... Bring a few more people on. Put the fear in a whole lot more. Same kind of logic going yeah, on. Yeah. Maybe I'll have Quicksand by David Bowie on today's episode. That's a great idea. But yeah, I, so Jason was enjoying his lunch. And then there was some... I, because of our Kings game... Uh, the baguette. A little chewy, Juista. Yeah, the baguette, was, chew. the baguette was a little, Delicious, though. A little chewy. But that's going to help give me my kind of... Um, my kind of jawline I'm looking Actually, for. Actually, speaking of that, I posted a video of you on the back of the golf cart, hashtag golf cart life, <laughs> and somebody was like, is Chris eating the incel gum in this fo- in this video? Because you were chewing on a fresh... On a no, fresh stick, I, right? the incel gum, I'm more of a juice to baguette is my incel gum. <laughs> That's kind of what the bank account is looking like these days. But don't swallow it. I, oh, I would never There's swallow calories. it. I spit out the entire veggie sandwich. You just saw me chew it. <laughs> um... But then there was also some tennis, and I, you know, I, because of our Kings game uh, schedule, I had to do the beginner mm-hmm. set. But there was a ringer in there. Which one? Not the the guy that was like a little like had the sleeveless shirt on, was hitting the one handed backhand. Like he was my bro. It. He was my bro. out of all the people playing, he was the one person that could beat me. He was he could really play. No, he was good. He was I good. know, but he was like kind of weird about it. No, he was a freak. Yeah, he's a real freak. Was his girl- but he was chatty. Was his girlfriend the one that looked like a Victoria's Secret model? Yes. She kind of looked like, you know, on the Abercrombie thing, the CEO, where his face was a little... Yeah, she looked funny. Too much. She yeah. was like, if that guy was a she really, looked, really hot 19-year-old She probably girl. looked bad as hell on the gram. But on the court, eh. Hopefully she's not listening. Uh, I, uh, she yeah. definitely isn't listening. What is podcast? <laughs> oh, audio-based medium? Very for fun. <laughs> But yeah, we so we played. We hit some balls with with. I uh, don't worry. I played in the beginner and the advanced with class, Mads wearing and jorts and a and a, a sweatshirt. Jason made it look easy. Of course, he had a stunt on all these hoes. But luckily, we knew the instructors. We did a king of the court game, and me and uh, my long haired bro JB, we held the court for the longest. Of Who's course. JB? He well, he was. Uh, I don't know if you saw him. He was kind of shorter. He had long hair. He was wearing like a black shirt tucked into his sh- workout shorts, and he was the guy who was he was slicing. Oh yes, yes, yes. And so yes, he would yes. do he would do drop shots as his first return back on a friendly so, game. So he's a dickhead. So he was like, I was like, stop doing that bullshit. You're a dickhead. I'm friends with him, so we we're joking. And then when I got paired with his team, I was like, okay, let's, let's run it back. Let's get the slice <laughs> going. And we we probably ran through eleven, twelve influencer house 
you're not saying, in the good way. Oh, I'm sorry. You're saying on the court. I just <laughs> want to make sure. I didn't know what kind of party this was because Oberg's kind of a pure. After chick. you left, things the, yeah, things changed. Things the dog turn. was involved. Cashmere was kind of getting in there. Once Olivia Lopez shows up, it's, it's game over. You know what I'm saying? It's game over. I uh, press juice all on the titties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> At the Goldstein house, you know, mouth to mouth. I got pressed juice on my titties. <laughs> Not the beat. It looks like blood. I got to do a great fa- uh, fake DJ photo. Yeah, people were like, where is this party? I'm like, guys, Jason, do you not notice he's smoking a cigarette indoors and he's making a stupid face? Like I apologize th- to the sound guy. I was like, sorry, I'm going to do a photo. That sound guy was very concerned. He was con- Well, he was concerned. And I found out why. He's like, uh, he's like a sound rental guy. And he's like, all my setups were rented out. So I had to use my own personal mixer for this thing. But his personal mixer was a, this is going to be DJ talk. It was like a six channel function one kind of like rotary fader mixer. Like a cool vintage thing? There's there's two of them made. Oh, shit. It's like, okay, okay. And I was like, yo, what's up with this mixer? There's a function one mixer. I've never seen it before. He's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of, and he told me the story. I was like, oh, can I take a picture of it? He's like. Well, it's kind of not mine. It's it's like it's Grimes's, and I'm like holding it for her. So like, if you post it and she sees it, then like, I'll it's my ass. And I was like, all right, for I want to take a picture of it. But it was a sick looking. Mixer. I like that guy's whole extremely nervous vibe at a party that is so mellow. Like he looked like he was going to explode from anxiety. He got paid two grand to play pandora playlist yeah, on his laptop yeah. he's fine it was a great party i had a great time i hit some tennis balls great had a time. good workout food was good everybody's nice it was a it was a great it was there a great was a big golden retriever named cashmere that would chase the balls around mm-hmm. it was it was I, idyllic it was an idyllic event. i did not have an, a cigarette or alcohol and i still enjoyed myself in a social setting that's that and that's tough for you with with the way you operate and then i mean Straight from there to the crypto.com arena for the free- <laughs> go Kings go go. Well, now look for the freeway series, the Kings versus the Anaheim Ducks. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, we're right. in the thank you to Jordan Barry for setting us up in the box where Jason mm-hmm. was able to make some nachos uh, from kind of the catering situation, which I just want to compliment your creativity as well as your palate. So I if you could explain, if you could kind of explain what you did for the listeners, I think this would be inspiring. I made a, a a nacho plate, and the base was a rare Cool Ranch Dorito. Now, normally, I would never do that. Of course. But no, this was crazy. the only chip option I had. So black paper, plastic plate, of course. Crypto.com arena, they're not sustainable, and that's what I like about them. <laughs> plastic plate. Much like Bitcoin, they're using a lot of energy. <laughs> We're still trying to figure that out. You know, some, some nacho cheese from the hotel pan chafing dish. Of course. There's obviously a nice skin on top. This was this was to be used on the hot diggity dogs, but you were... No, I don't know. I mean, there was sour cream as well. So the, I was I was led to believe that this was a nacho situation. Oh, I understand. I thought you I thought you pulled this out of your little butt. But you're saying to me, you're saying to me that this was maybe this was maybe they were encouraging this, but no one was willing to take this risk except you. My my only question: Who puts sour cream on a hot dog? Not even I'm I'm a nasty motherfucker. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But I heard the hot dogs were good. The hot dog was delicious. The bun, it was it was it was stale and a little hard. So let's get those buns in the steamer, Mm. get a little life into them. But the protein after after having the juice to baguette, it's tough. I know. To go to a regular bread. The, the dog was so good, you could hit raw. 
I know. No bun necessary. I know. Of course, I, I ate half a bun. I kind of ate around it. Of course. But so you made these twisted nachos. Mm-hmm. Were they good? It was okay. Like all the food, it's kind of weird because like you're in the luxury box at the crypt, you know, the Staples Center. It's like the most fancy schmancy stadium in America. Yeah, but it's America, still going to be stadium food, baby. They got government contracts. And it, fe- it felt like this is like kind of cafeteria food. Yeah. But, you know, that's what you want in a sports What game. I liked was that Jordan was drinking uh, Kahlua hard coffee all night. Kahlua hard cold brew. And it brews. smelled good as hell. Like I, like, Kahlua's you know, delicious. In the cup, like I was like, damn, that smells good. I was able to have two Dasani's and a little bit of a Perrier. I had two Tall Boy Stella's, the official lad's beer. Mate. <laughs> for, it, uh, for a proper pub piss up. It was like we were on the pitch, but it was <laughs> cold. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, we did leave at the beginning of the third period. I'm not sure who won. Um, no idea. When we left, it was 2-2. When we left, the the woman in the VIP elevator was like, we still tied up, and Carolyn and I looked at each other like, uh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I was going to purchase a jersey for Al. They were $175, so I kind of backed off on that. That's tough. That's a little expensive. But overall, I had a great... That That's the... Fun to watch hockey. No, it was really fun. I, I agree. It was really fun. It's It, it moves enough, and we had... The box was in like the dead on middle. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. Like you can mm-hmm. actually see everything, and like mm. it wasn't perched too high because sometimes that happens. Yeah, I you agree. Know? It was it was a great experience. Got in. How much did you pay for parking there? Thirty. Yeah, me too. I spent a little thirty on. But parking. I saw the valet right out front of the VIP entrance, and I was like, if if the broke hoe across the street parking is thirty, how, what's that valet hitting for? It's got to be fifty plus. About a certain point. You got there's a cap on the valet, right? Hundred, hundreds the cap. Hundreds the cap. Okay. Hundreds the cap. I don't think that they could charge a hundred because I feel like that's official. Like that's actually crypto.com arena, mm. and they don't want to gouge the locals like that. I'm so, just saying, I was surprised that you didn't valet. I didn't see it. Okay, Next I would have. I mean, look, you valet at Linux and ACL. I think it's it might be fifty to keep the Hellcat up front. Real shit. Real shit. <laughs> at least thirty, and then you got to tip twenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, or cheap. You look like a broke hoe. Yeah. You don't want rich homie Quan to out-tip you. <laughs> Damn, forgot about Quan. I could never. Uh, all right, well, I think that's that's it, Chris. The uh, the weekend of activation. What a dreamy weekend. It was a great weekend, and and luckily for us, there's just more live music to come. You know, I can't. Live music saves lives. Jason and I are on our A&R guy swag, except we dress better and are a lot cooler. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to see Snail Mail on Wednesday, friend of the show. Going to be sick. Former guest. People were actually, you know, it's nice to see artists you're actually a fan of. Yeah. You know? As as musicians and as actual human being people. That's Well, that's rare when that combo happens. Uh, yeah, How Long Gone. Back with more podcasts this week. Uh, and that's really it. Yeah, the new merch is in the pipeline. We got a really special shirt for the Toronto show. A couple other things to keep you guys satiated out there in the streets because I know you're thirsty. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a beautiful week. Stay blessed. Drink lots of water. Get some sleep and be nice to people. Be nice to people. Bye. I hear this Robert Zimmerman wrote a song for you About a strange young man called Dylan With a voice like sand and blue Words of truthful vengeance that could fill us to the floor. Brought a few more people on, but the fear in a whole lot more. Ah, here she comes, here she comes.